Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! All right. Welcome back to The DK Project. You're liking that opening song, huh? I know. I was like, this is nice. It's the least I can do. I got to switch to headphones here. I got to go to cans. Oh, look at that. Otherwise, I'm getting a little feedback. Fancy lingo. On to- Yeah, well, not really. <laughs> On today's show, we've got Liz Priestley. She Yay. is- are you related to Jason Priestley? You know what? You're also <laughs> the first person that's ever asked me that. And You've just been I waiting. You've got an answer. Tell that lie all the, for years. He used to tell that lie because really? I'm adopted. My parents are white, so I could sell it a little bit. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I was like, you know, he's a fifth cousin, twice removed type <laughs> thing, trying to make it sound official. I don't think that there is any actual official evidence that we're related, but. You never know. You never I, you know. You know, it's not a common, it's not a super common last name. So maybe somewhere in our, but I don't think this, so. This is a good time to run my 23andMe commercial, huh? That'll tell you. <laughs> then you'll know. Exactly. Then you'll know what's up. That's awesome. So Liz is a actress, and I also found something interesting in here. <laughs> you do a little opera singing. I sure do, yeah. That is awesome. Awesome. How okay. Yeah. So now we got to start at the beginning. What where, where where you're from Philadelphia? Where are you from originally? Yeah. Well, yeah, just outside of Philadelphia in a town called Abington. And um yeah, born and raised and um yeah, I yeah, I do. I'm a musician, I'm a singer and, and so, an so did you go to school for that? What where what uh I I went to school for musical theater, actually. I went to Ithaca College in upstate. You know, everyone says, where's Ithaca? And then they go, is that where Cornell is? And I'm like, yes. Do you have a sweatshirt? I do. I'm I'm not. I'm not. This is not the Ithaca one. I've always wanted an Ithaca sweatshirt. No, and in fact, this says William Tennant High School, which is a it's a high school in my area that I did not go to. I found this sweatshirt at like a Rite Aid one day when I was cold and I bought it. And every time I wear it, people are like, oh, William Tennant. I'm like, no, I no affiliation. None. Nope, nope, Sorry. Nope. They were just selling it. It sounds to me more. like you're sending a lot of mixed messages to everyone. They're like, this, this, this <laughs> wait a minute. Little, mm. No Jason Priestley. No uh, high school. What? What? I'm a mystery. So tell me this, Liz, how is it that I know about Ithaca and I want an Ithaca sweatshirt? What it was in a show. It's very popular. Maybe the movie road trip. Is that what it is? Yes. (laughs) I love that show. So yeah, that was the other. So it's either it is you're is that right. Where it's either is that where Cornell is, or is that where Road Trip was? And I go, it is where Cornell is. It was Ithaca University, which does not exist, and it was filmed on a I think a college in Miami. So oh. it wasn't filmed where we were either. I love but yeah, it. that's what that's what everybody knows it from. They're like, oh my God, road trip. And I'm like, no, Ithaca College. That was a great movie. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's y- the one. Just, <laughs> another another strange thing that is in your life. That how do you get up in the morning? You got like full a of lot mysteries, of mysteries. And you know, just full of mysteries. So when you get done with the uh, theatrical musical theater in at Ithaca University, 
No, they were Ithaca University. You were Ithaca College. Yes, I'm Ithaca College. Shit. Yes, we were Ithaca College. I tried so hard yeah. to get it right. Uh, so I know. Then it's, what? That movie did that, did us some harm. You should get a little. You should get a little <laughs> kickback when you wear the sweatshirt. You should have worn it today. Know, we could have right? got you money. So tell me now, where do we go from Ithaca? What what happens? How do we? What well, do we do? you know, I so I, like I said, I went for musical theater. Graduated. I moved to New York. I was in queens and then brooklyn for a little while and um i was working excuse me in theater as an actress and then i um actually did a national tour of a musical that was cool and um and then i moved back to philly and was doing theater here um here in new york uh sometimes in dc baltimore area occasionally Atlanta, that kind of thing, but basically based here because my family's here. I raised my daughter here and um, yeah, I've been doing theater for about 25 years, but it was always, you know, at, at every stage, it was always, the goal was I need to get to film. So everything I'm doing now is to get me to that point. So whether it was, look, I have no credits on my resume. Let me sign up for as many plays as I can. So I can put that work on there. Um, Or I need to do this play because I know, you know, this director knows this director and that's who I want to work with or, you know, whatever it was, but it was always with the goal of this is just a stepping stone to get to what I really want to do. Um, And even musical theater was like that in college it was like i'm doing this because i want the the complete training but i know ultimately i want to make movies wow um yeah and then about um about two years ago i you know i stopped working nine to five jobs i finally said okay i think i have enough money saved so i can make this push um, and I found a manager and I started auditioning for films and commercials and I got a few commercials. Really? And then, yeah, I, 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 it was funny. It was like three months after I signed with her, I got my first commercial, which was very cool. Well, I need and then her I got name. two more. <laughs> yeah. And I got two more. And, um, and then last summer she sent me a script for a movie. She said, you had an audition for this. And I auditioned a couple times and then I, got it last august so That's i made my awesome. film last <laughs> really so yes. so uh did it get released before the pandemic or did, have you had to do the pandemic no, release it, it it's um so it made its official kind of first release i guess um at the toronto film festival about a month ago okay and then last friday it debuted at another film festival the uh middleburg film festival but we're still awaiting an official release because, yeah, we, you know, we shot it in over 28, 29-ish days in August. Um, and at that point, the pandemic was not even a thing. Right. So, we're, you know, we're shooting. We're like, this is going to be great. Like, your parents are going to be able to go in a theater and see your face. Like, yeah. you know, it was like a oh, whole thing. Big. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple months later, it was like, hmm. Hmm. And then it was like theaters closed. Everything closed. I better we like, cash this oh. check quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, ah, okay, yeah. So, um, I don't that, have to give the money back, do I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, okay. So that put a wrench in some things, but you know, it, it, there's a lot of opportunity 
still because of, you know, streaming services and everybody being home. So I don't know yet if that's where it's going to end up. I would have a feeling probably, but also I know some people have been in talks and negotiations. So we'll see what happens, but I have not seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I just have the pictures and the memories. That's it. (laughs) Well, you think you'd be in on that being able to watch it, right? Did you have a big part? I did have a big part. Yeah. So that, that was the funny thing about this. So, you know, normally when people make a film debut, right. They, um, they're, you know, shopper number four in the background, (laughs) or they might have, you know, one line, you know, the pan, the camera might pan over them and they go, Hey, where's my waiter or something. And that's like your big break. Right. Um, but I'll tell you, so when I got the script, um, all I knew was that it was a mother and she was having a very hard time. And it said in the script, you know, she looks like she's lived a hard life. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I do my first round of auditions. And in the back of my head somewhere, I'm going, you know, I know that there's a there's like a series shooting in Philadelphia right now. There's a movie shooting in Philadelphia in the future. I know Idris Elba's involved. I don't know anything about that movie. Then I get a call back. And at that point, I'm looking at the script and I'm starting to hear more about this movie that Idris Elba's doing. And I'm reading it and I'm like, so the story is about a 15 year old boy that's not Idris Elba. So who's Idris Elba in this movie? I think he's the father of the boy. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm reading for the mother of the boy. Well, That's weird. So then I go, connection. yeah. So then I go, well, then they must be looking for a stand in for like, I don't know, Carrie Washington to play the mother of the boy or something. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. They're considering me for a stand-in. That's cool. I'm going to keep doing my thing. (laughs) Then I get another call back. And at that point, it was like, no, no, Liz, you are, they're looking at you for this. Like there's there's discussions now because the director is like, I want her. And at least one producer was like, we should bring in a name you know, let's call Carrie. I don't know. Um, but you know, we should bring in a name. So there was some, you know, back and forth or whatever. Um, but then ultimately I got the part. So the part is I'm playing the wife of Idris Elba and the mother of Caleb McLaughlin who stars on stranger things. So this was not, you know, shopper number four in the background. (laughs) It was like, you know, um, well, I yeah, got I'm, up, I'm up on horses with Caleb and Idris and we're, you know, riding and yeah, it was like I a got, whole thing. I got a whole bunch of questions here. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now this movie, this is Concrete Cowboys. That's the one you're talking about? That's yeah, the title? Concrete Cowboy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm relating this to myself. I'm a, I don't want to say struggling. I'm a uh, voiceover actor. Okay. Who couldn't live on the money he makes voice acting. Let's say it that way. That's polite. And, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Much like you like acting. So my first question is this. Okay. When you go in there and they say, no, we don't want Carrie Liz. We're looking at you for this lead part. Yes. First thought that goes through your head is. 
there's no there's not a snowball's chance in hell you're looking at me <laughs> okay. so so that thought and then now and now you say okay thank you for for letting me uh uh audition and then you yeah i was up. basically thank you for letting me live the dream of pretending like i'm actually up for this part I really, you know, I was focused at that point on really impressing the casting director because I had known right. her, you know, before she had seen me before she'd called me in for a few things before and, you know, but they were always very happy. Like I call them target moms, like those commercials where they're like, it's back to school shopping. Like those <laughs> ones. And I wanted her to see like, oh, you know, oh, Liz can do the dramatic stuff too. Cause everything in this, the audition uh, scenes, cause it's changed a bit from the character that I end up playing in the movie. Her character changed a bit. Um, but the scene that they were having me do was this emotional, like I'm being evicted type of thing. So I was like, I really just want her to know I can do these. Because again, I'm like, there's no way that they're seriously considering me. <laughs> well, like, I, I don't even want to get my hopes up because I'm like, there's no way. You know what but, I mean? It really wasn't until that last time that I was like, really? So, really? So, so question number two, mm -hmm. you have the initial thought that, this is bullshit. This isn't really happening. And then you walk out the door from the audition and you kind of look around to see if anybody's looking. Is that a, is that a jump up fist pump thing? Or is that like a, like a, I got to catch my breath here. I mean, what is your first reaction when you're by yourself going, this could really happen. Like, is that I, a large you know, Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, because I've been, I've been trained to, you know, you go in, you do the audition and then you you walk out and forget about it because if you hang your hopes on every audition, you're just going to be disappointed. Yeah, but they said they were fun. interested this time. They said they said well, this is a strong I, I maybe. Mean, but by the third time around, at that point, I was like, I really want this. Yeah, and I usually get a feeling. Um, if I really, really want something, if I really care about it, I feel like. I've got it for some reason. And I didn't feel that until the very end of, of that. But it was like that last audition, I walked out of there and I was like, I felt good about that. I felt so good then about that. maybe a little jump I, fist you know, Regardless of what happens, <laughs> they know that I can do something. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, you know, whatever happens, now the director knows, I'm, at least I'm consistent. So maybe in the future, maybe he'll call me, but the casting person knows that like, okay, she can handle this. Um, but when she called me to tell me that I got the part, I had to ask her about 12 times, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> can I get are this in writing positive? right now? <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, she called me, I probably shouldn't say this. She was supposed to call me on a Monday. She called me on a Saturday, like after she got out of the call kind of thing, because she was so excited. And I was just like, Diane, are you sure? Diane, are you sure? You're not messing with me around, right? You're sure. And she's like, Liz, it's yours. It's your and I was like, okay. And I got off the phone and I was fine. And then when I called my parents to tell them was when I cried because they were on a cruise. They were like in the middle of the ocean. I was, I kept calling and, yeah. call, and they're like, no answer, no answer. It was like my fifth time oh. calling. They finally like, hello. You know? oh. It was like, ah. 
that's, that's when awesome. I freaked out. Before yeah. that, I was like, okay. <laughs> so at, at what stage of the auditioning did you think, do I play the Jason Priestley card now or do I hold on to it? <laughs> do I save that? That's my <laughs> trump card. It's so funny. The audition <laughs> room is probably the one place where that question has never come up. But I, I mean, I used to tell anybody oh that's my doorbell by the way um i used to tell anybody that would listen that you know oh yeah he's my cousin we had this project right in middle school where you had to like write to a celebrity it was like a whole thing where we were like you got to practice writing to a celebrity no you didn't we did or or you could write to a celebrity or a company but it was to practice letter writing so we had this whole thing where we you know because everybody in my class was like well if the choice is a company or a celebrity i'm going with the celebrity right, right. So we had a day where we got to research everybody's like you know it was always i think it was like an agent's address i don't think anyone had a personal or whatever but I chose, you know, I chose Jason Priestley. I was like, I've got to. Who else? Did you have your 90210 shirt on? What's that? Did you have your 90210 shirt on? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had, like, a little biography of him and Luke Perry that had, like, all these pictures in it. And I had, like, written all over the. So I, like, sent a little Polaroid of me with the book. Oh, I was into it. Um, and then I got, like, an autographed picture back. So I don't oh, even wow. know if he ever saw it or if that was like an assistant that was like here you go yeah. <laughs> i don't know there's another but, one you know i i told him in my letter i was like i hope you don't mind but i tell people we're related <laughs> i don't know if he minds i'm sorry jason priestley if you do mind but i do i used to tell people i mean probably up until i was like i don't know 20. just wait just wait <laughs> someday, someday you'll be like, on a yeah, movie yeah, with yeah. you'll be on a movie with them and the, and you can just tell them that they, they might as well just uh, put our names up together because they're, you know, yeah, they're I mean, related. You know. So, or you know, if he wants to call me to do a movie with him, that'd be great. <laughs> anything, I, I mean, a coffee, Priestley, anything, Priestley, right? I mean, I could see it. Like, well, it could be a, <laughs> a, a cop thing, like a like a Priestley and Priestley or law. Yeah, exactly. Could be law. So anyway, back to this. But the uh, question is, who plays Priestley? Uh, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see who can draw their gun better. <laughs> as a cop okay so back to my initial questions yes now you could totally say no if you want but i have to ask because i'm somewhat in the business but not really so you get this call and this is a big deal this isn't like the the lady in the back of the grocery store this is like a real part with lines you're gonna get you're gonna have clothes uh wardrobe changes which, uh, by the way, when they're evicting you, do you have the Ithaca sweatshirt on? <laughs> <laughs> Is that perfect? Well, like what? I said, that changed. <laughs> the, because, you know, and I don't know. I've, I keep wondering. I'm like, did it change because I wasn't convincing enough in the audition and you just liked my personality? Or did you did you change it because you wanted to go back to the source material? Because it's actually based on a book. But... They, yeah, in the audition, she was, you know, she was a drug addict being evicted. She, she was just like in a really difficult stage in her life. And in the movie, they took all of that out and oh. they were like, she's a nurse. She's professional. She's just a mom <laughs> at the end of her rope. And I was like, oh, all right. So I was always like, 
did I <laughs> not convince you as an addict? You, I don't you know. cannot ask. I don't know. Or were they like, you know what? If this doesn't need to be there. We've seen it a million times. So let's maybe go back maybe to you what just don't play was. a very good drug addict. Maybe you're not uh, a, a convincing drug I addict. I mean, I, that's okay. That's I'm a strong okay spot. That. That's fine. <laughs> so my, my question is this: You get the call, yeah. and obviously, blah 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 blah. Are we talking like is this is this one month's rent? Is this six months' rent? Or are we paying the year rent? I mean, are no. We making... This was about maybe two months of rent for me. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's Which cool. is fine. I don't care. You That's got a really person. nice place. I, too. A lot of people keep saying like, "Oh, you were with Idris? Like, oh, you must have been making bank, girl." I yeah. was like, "That money's already gone." Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Once it goes through the you filter know? system. Um, no, it was a, um, it was a low budget, uh, you know, film, but it had some top name i mean people in there i don't i don't quite know how that all works yet because this is the film that allowed me to join sag and you know i'm still like oh this is i get to see you know the oscar movies before what you know um life goals yeah i was like (laughs) yeah they called me up like the day before i had to go on set for my first day and they were like um you realize you're a must join now and I was like, I'm sorry, what? They're like, yeah, you can't set foot on set until you make your. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, let me what make sure that? I do that right now. I don't even know what that is. So, oh, you have yeah. to join before they let you in? Yeah. Oh, wow, the club. Welcome to the club. See what I did there? Club. Yeah, they were like, no, no, no. This is, you know, because the the commercials I had done prior, I I wasn't keeping track. But the commercials I had done prior were sag so they were like oh um you've done your three things now you've got to join or else you know you can't get up and it's funny because then they called me i was doing a commercial in uruguay for safe auto and they you went called to uruguay me. to do a commercial <laughs> that probably cost more than what you got paid on the commercial where the hell's uruguay i've heard of it south america I couldn't figure it out. We were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're taking us to South America. Why? And they were like, it's actually cheaper to shoot here to double as New York than to shoot in New York. I was like, oh, so because it's of the cheaper permits for and you shit. Yeah. to fly me to South America and back. Really? <laughs> to, okay. Vacation. Sure. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no, I was like, what, what is my life? But no, I was down there. They were like, when you come back, you need to make sure that you do because two days from now you got to be on set so i was like oh you know so you've done a lot of commercials just three. Oh, oh yeah. safe go did you say i did safe auto safe auto. um yeah i don't know where where i don't know if you're based on the east coast but no. or in philadelphia but I'm oh, fly okay, over so country. Have, say again i'm middle country minneapolis oh so yeah so you probably wouldn't have Seen them. They were for the Pennsylvania Lottery. Oh, and um, were you a winner? <laughs> yeah, that was that was wild. Because uh, I don't know if you've seen those commercials. But there's a talking groundhog in ours, so that was interesting. Because I finally got to meet him. Yeah, it was weird. Um, you got to meet the groundhog. I got to meet the groundhog guy. Yeah, his license plate is like Gus the Groundhog. I was like, this guy is so cool. Yeah, it's random oh because um, so i did that and then the safe auto one was really funny because it's like a bunch of construction workers yelling at each other about the safe auto deals and then a cop walks in and she's like 
we all knew and I played the cop. But the fun part about that commercial was besides the fact that they flew us down to Uruguay and yeah. back was that, you know, they like we're down there and literally we're shooting outside for about 12 hours in about 47 degrees ish weather. And all the other guys, there were four of us, the three other guys, they all lost their voices. That day. So you had to stay longer? No, we were all there and we all had to do it equal times. It's because, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's because of the opera training that I had because you learn to use your voice differently. So whenever you yell, you're not yelling from here. You're yelling from, you know, your diaphragm. They were all yelling from here and they all lost their voice by the end of the day. And I was just like, he's saying he needs another cup of tea. Do we have that? (laughs) He needs a blanket. Is that okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. It sounds like you've hit all the fun ones. No bad experiences yet. Come on. Not yet. I've been really blessed. I, you know, I, I've been very blessed. I mean, how bad is it? You get to sit around chit chatting with Idris Elba on a horse. I mean, how bad can it be? Is that, is, is that, is that who's in your kitchen right now? Banging pots and pans around? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, there's a problem with my internet. So I have a technician here helping oh, me out. I'm, sure. I'm surprised I'm still online. Actually. Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> you might've led with that in the beginning that I might go blank here uh, at any point. No, no, no. Oh, right no now my, con- my connection is strong. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm you're charged positive. up. No, I like it. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're still in a pandemic, but the good news is we're cutting hair again. The hair studio in Chaska is open for business, rocking and rolling. So if you've kind of let her go over these last six months of the pandemic, time to get it trimmed up, curled up, colored up. Let's go. Located in Chaska at 500 North Pine Street, Chaska, Minnesota. Give them a call. They'll take care of any of your needs. If you need to get that old pandy shag cut down, 952-368-0900. Now back to the show. As a recovering insurance guy and a property owner, I know the value of a good restoration company. When something goes wrong, you want to know you got somebody you can count on. Say you have storm damage, or it could be water, fire, any kind of damage. Don't take the insurance companies on alone. Call Grady Restoration. Let's be honest, you wouldn't go to court without a lawyer. Why would you try and deal with these huge insurance companies all by yourself? Bring in the professionals at Grady Restoration. There's a lot of pop-ups, storm chasers. Go with the company you can trust. With over 26 years in the industry, you make one call, they'll handle it all. Securing the property, the adjuster, the repairs, the paperwork, and everything in between. They've done a few projects for me and I couldn't be happier. I didn't have to do anything. If you're not sure if you have storm damage, Make the call. They'll come out, take a look, and let you know what your options are. Take the stress out of a stressful situation. Call the pros at Grady Restoration. For a free consultation, call 763-238-8127 or check them out on the web at GradyRestoration.com. Don't forget to tell them you heard about it on the DK Project. Welcome back to the DK Project. Hey, um... That you were talking about the groundhog thing. That whole Punxsutawney Phil shit comes from Philadelphia, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. From Philly, yeah. Now well, we've made a yeah, connection. Philly, yeah. There we go. What about uh, what about the opera now? What are we doing with that? Are we active in the opera world or are we just kind of- Not so much anymore. And it's funny because people around here that I grew up with and, that you know, they all know me as a singer. And so when I started posting on Facebook about this movie coming out, people were just like, huh? 
<laughs> what? what? You know, like, wait, okay, are you singing still? Um, I haven't done as much lately. I, again, for me, you know, singing was, was a really fun hobby, but it was always a hobby and acting was always the passion. So I, you know, I hope one day to maybe use it a little bit more, but right now I'm okay with that being on the back Is there burner any money because in I've opera? just been really focused on the film. But that being said, you know, every other commercial that I auditioned for, they're like, and please singing. And I'm like, all right, so I'm, I'm still that. using it. I just did one yesterday. I auditioned for one where I had to sing a whole bunch. So you never know. I mean, Are you, uh, it never leaves you. Is there you, any you, money in it? Is there any money in singing or, or, or being in an opera or anything? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's opportunities. Yeah. Uh, if I, if I really wanted to go that direction and really wanted to like make money, I would maybe like put out an album or something like that. But I, I just don't love it as much wow. as I, as I, you know, probably should to spend that kind of money or put in that kind of time. Um, it's good to have in so, your back pocket though. I mean, it's not, I think the internet guy's robbing you right now. Where's your Where's right your TV? <laughs> hey, put that down. <laughs> He's fine. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, your internet's working because we're talking. It's working. He's, no, we're good. He keeps running we're to good. the van. I, I don't know why. <laughs> So what's on the horizon? What 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 are we what are we looking at? We got more movies coming, or what 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 do we got? Yeah, I mean, well, in the immediate future, because of COVID, you know, everything everything really shut down. And then even the shows that you or movies that you hear about where they started up productions again, half of them shut down again. So I really don't know what's going to happen with that. In the meantime, I'm doing some writing of my own that I'm really trying to get those projects off the ground. So I'm working on a web series and a feature film that I'm hoping to get, you know, on the internet somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then I'm teaching and, you know, auditioning my butt off and hoping that other opportunities come my way, but it's hard right now. I mean, really, I know Idris Elba is shooting another Western right now. And I think I read yesterday production shut down because someone tested positive. Were you guys, oh. uh, you guys exchange numbers. You're tight now. You're just- I mean, you know, no, I, you know, it's funny. I, I texted Caleb like a couple months ago because I saw him on lip sync battle and he was dancing and he like ripped his shirt up and I texted him. I was like, Caleb, it's your mother. Put your shirt on. What? But he didn't respond. So. Well, he's probably embarrassed that he's on lip sync. I know. He probably was like, mother who? What? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> she found me. She found me yeah. on this, this show. I had to pay the rent. What about, uh, are you, when you're auditioning now, are you doing any auditions in person or is it all over Zoom? Most of them are over. I have, I don't think I've had an in-person audition since, I don't even know. Yeah, most of them are on, either on Zoom or they have now, like there's, I forget the casting service. It might be Actors Access, but there's like a, a, a thing on there now where you can do auditions live over the, over really? you know, zoom but um most of them are like self-tape auditions you know at home where i just got to be you know in front of my backdrop being like hi i'm liz Priestley, and <laughs> blah, 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 you know it's like 
it loses something, you know. I know even when you audition in person, you're still on, you know, on camera. They have a camera on you and whatever, but it loses something when you're not in the room, yeah. you know. So oh, I, I, totally I do miss that. that. Yeah. I don't know what the solution for that is. I mean, I don't think there is one. I think you just have to ride it out. You know, we've got obviously something's going to happen here with the COVID situation and they're going to get it under control. We just have to give it time and ride it out, you know, and hope yeah, for the best. Yeah. I, don't... I mean, you know, they've, they've got certain measures in place and, you know, I get those emails from SAG all the time that like so-and-so production, you know, they're requiring, uh, I don't know, temperature checks every hour and blah, blah, blah. So, th- I mean, I realize they're, they're doing what they can. It's, it's, um, it's interesting though, because like, I'm always wanting to be creating, you know what I mean? And so this whole situation, um, has made me feel in a way that like our creativity is almost like at a halt in some ways, because it's like, we can't, we can't produce the content that we want to, that we want to, um, produce. So sounds like you need a podcast. I, I'm, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> well, you can chime. I've been thinking about it. I have an idea on the DK for one, project but I have not yet. I've seen sort of an, a, a, a close idea, but I'm sort of taking that idea and moving it in a different direction. But I will say, all right, so now, what is this? My third week, fourth week, maybe doing podcasts. I have a newfound respect for what you guys do. I had no idea all the work that actually goes into doing a podcast. So I was like, you know, I had this idea. Now I'm like, oh, that's. Who that's told you it's a lot of work? Someone was someone was selling you that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a couple people tell me. They're like, oh, man, I got to use this program and that program. I got to yeah. make sure I set this and I got to do and I'm look. I'm listening. Everybody has a different intro and outro. Yeah, those and- are those are obviously not on the level that we are. We've got this thing rolling like a steam train. It's it's <laughs> it's gravy. It's easy. No, it's funny because I I was actually just at a brewery for a fundraiser the other day, and uh, this guy that I know he owns a gym in town, and he's like, "Hey, I just bought all this podcast equipment." And I'm like, "Well, what are you gonna do with it?" And he goes, "I don't know. Maybe I'll do a podcast." I'm like. Oh, so it's, it's, I don't know what well, I'm going to do with this. You just bought well, it. Right. I'm like, ah, you should have called, you know, I could have maybe, you know, I said, you could, you, you're like a mile from me. You can come use my studio anytime. I said, but, uh, um, you know, it's, it's because of the pandemic, like there are millions of podcasts out there and it's become yeah. so competitive that I was at the coffee shop. I don't know. This was probably a year ago. And, um, the lady was like, yeah, I just started a podcast. I have a microphone in my car. So when I'm driving in my commute, I, I, I record it then. I'm like, well, what you're doing is different than what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a podcast. That's like, a, I don't even know what to call that's, that. That's called a voice memo. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's like the pandemic. I, I'm glad that in the midst of all of this terrible, you know, stuff going on, that people are like feeling the creative, you know, the juices flowing, and they're like, "Ooh, this is a good time to get my ideas out there and everything." But like, there's a limit. Well, you know what I'm it, saying? Like, there's a limit. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to listen to anyone that has a microphone mounted somewhere in their car <laughs> talking about what they see when they drive. Like, that's 
dear. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, also that's like distracted driving. I don't want to be on that. I don't want to be listening when you get they, like uh, into an accident because you're thinking about such and such and not driving. Well, like, you probably, you probably <laughs> have seen this when you're auditioning for acting roles that a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. So, hey, let's try acting or let's try voice acting or let's try podcasting. Voice it's, acting for sure. Yeah. I'm seeing tons and tons of stuff pop up and people you know everyone on facebook now they're like i'm into voice acting and i'm like do you do you understand the process that's involved with voice acting because it's not just oh i do crazy voices like yeah. to be a voice actor it's like it's so much more than that <laughs> oh i've been i've been at it for just over two years and mm -hmm. uh and i had a little history in radio and whatever whatever but it is, I, I own, I have a bunch of businesses. I get that whole entrepreneur thing, but this is the voice acting is hard and I have an enormous amount of money invested in quality mm. demos, quality coaching equipment, all this crap. And, yeah. um, and I actually, uh, six months ago, I was looking for a podcast co-host. So I ran oh. an ad on one of these acting sites. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was, I think it was backstage just to, just to see if I can find somebody. And, yeah. the, and the stuff that was submitted to me and the, uh, you know, you go and you check their reel, you check their demo to see what they have. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's like. Because everybody <laughs> thinks that they can do it. Right, right. I'm like, if it was that easy, then yeah, everyone would be doing it. Well, and I think right now they're trying. You know, there were a yeah. couple where I was maybe like, did you record that in your car? Because uh, like, it's just embarrassing. But it just makes mine look that much better. You know, and I, think, I think if you get into this industry or, or the acting industry or, or sing, whatever, if you're worried about the competition, then you're in the wrong business. You just, you got to do it for what you want. And as long as you're meeting your goals and chasing your dreams, that's really all that matters. The rest of it will just fall apart. I agree. I mean, you know, I, I, somebody said to me the other day, she was like, uh, what advice would you give to up and coming actors? And I was like, well, I'm not really an expert, but I would just say, you know, don't give up if this is, you know, if this is what you want to do, like follow your dreams, it's going to get you to where it's going to, where you want to go. Um, persistent, you know, gotta be, yeah, persistent. be persistent. I mean, look, it's taken me 25 years to make my film debut. So, well, that uh, you know, it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. You just gotta be <laughs> consistent, be persistent yep, and just don't give up on it. I mean, you know, somebody, um, when I first announced, when I was the first allowed to announce that I was in this movie, um, on my Facebook, somebody commented and it was somebody that I had gone to high school with, but we weren't in the same class and I didn't really know her all that well, but she commented, she was like, I'm so happy to uh, hear this because I knew Liz and I knew back then this is what she wanted to do. And I'm so happy she didn't give up. And wow. I was just like, now see, that means something to me because yeah, I didn't. And I had, you know, along the way people be like, I don't know, Liz. I don't know if you should really. I mean, come on. Like, if there's anything else you can do, you should. I mean, come on. Don't quit this the day I, job. No, this is what I want. It's so true. I I I, uh, I do a lot of real estate stuff, and uh, I've been doing it for 25 years. And mm -hmm. along the way, people are like, "Why well, I, I I wouldn't do it that way?" And I'm like, "Well, I I have my plan, and you know, if it if it fails, it's on me. If it if it doesn't, then it's on me. But 
You know, I, and as long as you don't listen to anybody else, it's, it, I, I, it's funny. Cause I equate it a lot to like golf. I, I'm a horrible golfer. I don't hardly, <laughs> but when I play golf, I play 18 holes and on that 18th hole, you usually just kill it. And yeah. that's, that's the golfer's way of getting you to come back. So mm. when you go audition and you fail, how many times, not fail, but you don't get selected. And right. then that one time you get it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. This is a it's thing. It's like it makes it all worth it. Yeah, there's, you know, you've heard the saying in our industry, for every hundred auditions you go on, you hear one yes. <sighs> that one means maybe. that you're hearing 99, <laughs> you know, nothings, meaning no's. Oh. Because, you know, in our industry, it's not even like you get a courtesy call or a letter. Thank you so much for auditioning for our production unfortunately we've decided to go with another candidate like wouldn't that be nice if we got rejection letters yeah, you're not no no, no. the phone just doesn't ring <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so you gotta be you gotta be able to take that and that's why i said you know it, um what, I, what i've working? been trained to do is to go in do your audition and forget about it because those 99 times that the phone doesn't ring, I can't be like, but this is the part of a lifetime. Oh. Like, or, or you're just not gonna make it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, and that's it true. Very well, be the part of a lifetime. But it could also be that you didn't get the part because, you know, you had a freckle on the right side of your face instead of the left side. Like, it's so out of your control and so arbitrary that it's like, I can't. For every role, I just can't. Well, and, and then, like you said, when then you get the role, yeah. when you get that one, you're just like, ah, success. Yes. Like it's just well, like this is the best. And you and you and you uh, quickly forget because the next day when you audition, you just hear crickets again, and and yep, it's a cycle. But if you have thick skin and you know, you know that you're doing your plan and you're doing the best, because you're right, it's not. I didn't get that plan. I didn't get that audition because maybe I, I didn't, you know, play a good drug addict. It was probably because you have a mole on the wrong side of your face or, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It, it could be yeah. anything and, and you just never know. It'd be nice if they'd send you something, but if they get thousands of auditions, you know, like, oh, your voice was a little pitchy. Oh, you breathe too hard or whatever, you know? Yeah. They don't, they, they don't, don't have time don't give a to shot. go through everybody's, you know, nope. and it, yeah, it is nice when they let you know, like, oh, by the way, you know, we didn't cast you because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think only one time I've actually gotten that feedback. And it was literally because. Um, oh, frozen in time. Where's the Internet guy? <laughs> it's kind of funny because if you're just listening to this online. Because. Oh, oh. <laughs> can oh, you no. hear me can you hear me yes i can hear you oh you just totally froze and i was like i was ad-libbing because you when it froze you were like making these faces like you were really acting <laughs> but, but it froze for a second and then i was talking and then you went to this big smile and i'm like well at least she's having fun whatever she's doing so anyway what were you saying <laughs> where's that internet guy i want my money back I know, right? Come on. Um, no, what was I saying? Oh, so <laughs> that's really funny because now I, I'm trying to imagine what my face was doing. Oh, you'll see. We'll be posting still pictures of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Wait, now what was I saying? What were we talking about right before that? Uh, oh, this is getting old. I could I could tell you because I can rewind it, but I don't remember. I was so uh, I was so into the fact that you're. <laughs> um, For those oh, of no. you who are just listening you're to the audio, you're really missing out. Go that ahead. is so funny. I remember what you're talking about Good. was so they don't always let you know oh, if, right. like why you didn't get the part and. I was saying there was one time, the only time so far that I've ever heard why I didn't get a part, it was uh, for a TV show. And they were like, we don't like her hairstyle, which is <laughs> so ridiculous. But what the only reason I found out was because they then called me back in like two months later to audition for a different part on the show. And they specifically asked, could I change my hair? And I was just like, yeah, I can change. Right? Like, how do they Don't give they have me people a style? For that? Like, that's one of the great things about black hair is you can pretty much do anything you want to. You know? Well, and don't and they I, employ you know, people they want, to do that you know? for you? They, they they pay people for that, right? Like, they have people on set that'll fix that problem. That's the like, problem. Did I, did I seem like a, not the kind of person that would be willing to change their hair for a part? Because I would. Like, you know, I've done theater plays where they've asked me um, – you know, I did a play where I was a character who was like from Africa. The, the the setting was in Africa. And they were like, can you shave your head? And I was like, yeah, I could shave my head. Did you and do I did it? it. You know what I mean? It was you like did. a 12 performance thing. I didn't care. I was like, it's going to grow back. You know what I mean? Like, but it also, I felt like that helped my character. It played a part in, you know, where she was in wow. her life because she happened to be someone who was on the run. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I'll shave my head. Um, I think it's I think so, it's really cool that you bring that up because when they sent over the pre-show notes, it said right in there, don't talk about her hair. She won't, she won't do anything with her hair. <laughs> and so, so since you brought it up, now I feel comfortable to talk, don't talk about, about her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, hair is, to me is really fun. It's just that, they actually what called you on that? They called you what? and said that? They called yeah, yeah. They were like, we we didn't like her hair. So can she change it for next time? I was like, yeah, I can change. What do they want me to change it to? And they said, well, can you twist it? I said, yeah, twist it in 45 minutes. <laughs> you know? Next day I came in, I had twist. I was like, yeah, I can do whatever you want. Really? You know, I got a closet full of wigs back there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. Well, and that's why I like voice acting because they never comment on my hair ever. <laughs> what, what little bit I have left. There's no twist in pulling on this stuff. I mean, you know, it's like, I could change it. Why not? No, that's that's so awesome. Funny. It's so funny. It's it is, you know, what for the movie too, when I went in for my costume fitting, um, they had like a whole discussion about my hair. I my hair has never been so interesting to anyone <laughs> until I got into this industry, and suddenly I'm having these pop up conversations happening about what's going on up here. I'm like, whatever you want. Um, <laughs> what? Like, what should we do for her hair? What are we thinking? Um, you know, and they they were like texting the director. They're like, you know, for the mom, what are we what are we envisioning? Are we envisioning long hair, short hair? And he was just like, um, short and natural were his notes. And no. I was just like, I am on board with him. I am on board with that. Because to me, 
that says something too. Like I will change my hair for a part. That's not a problem. But it's very rare that you see black women with their short natural hair in a movie. It's always, you know, somehow longer or straighter or it's completely gone. Um, so I, I kind of I kind of loved the fact that he was like, yeah, short and natural. Well, this has been the Liz Priestley Hair Hour. <laughs> Any questions? Hey, you know what? Your comments, you people, know. People, yeah, <laughs> comment below on what you think she should do with her hair in the next film. Uh, so people are, are going to tune into uh, Concrete Cowboys to see her hair. I mean, yeah. I mean, let alone these top shelf actors are in there. Oh, it's my hair, obviously. <laughs> Whatever we got to do to get them to tune in. That's all it is. Hey, there's something for everybody. And for all you hair fans out there, this <laughs> is for you. <laughs> Listen, you should probably uh, knock down a uh, Liz Priestley hair uh, do Instagram uh, handle so that. Now, see, I don't, I don't have hair, an Instagram. But what? now this is going to make me want to get into Instagram like this. This is going to make me. Yeah. You, All right. You're not on Instagram. I you know, look, I am so boring. I have no social media accounts other than a Facebook because look, I would be that person on Instagram taking like, I don't know, pictures like of pictures hair? of my pillow being like, good morning. Like I, I'm not creative in that way. I don't know what. You know, like when people take pictures of their food and stuff, I'm like, do people really care what you ate? Nobody does. Is it that important? I, uh, you know, I didn't know from the start that you weren't on Instagram. We may have to start this over. <laughs> <laughs> so. We have to start over. I'm on with the boring Liz Priestley who does not have the social media. Uh, let's cut this down to seven minutes. We're good. <laughs> No, Sorry I, I admire you. I mean, number one, great hair. Number two, no Instagram account. I mean, Rocking this is coming together. Here. I wish I didn't have an Instagram account. It's like it's like an addiction that won't go away. Everybody keeps telling me to watch this social dilemma thing on Netflix. And I started it, but God, is it dull. It's like, you know what? You know what it is? It's so weird because they say, hey, watch the social dilemma. It's all about social media and how it's changing the lives and and whatever. And I find myself looking at social media because the show's so boring. I got to yeah, find something to now, do. See, now that's counterproductive <laughs> there. That, 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 I that, think that, that was their plan to drive more people to, to like, everybody does that now though. Yeah. I, you know, I, I keep seeing things, seeing articles and hearing things about how, you know, social media like contributes to mental health issues and like depression and stuff. And I'm like, well, then I probably shouldn't <laughs> take part. You Stay know what away. I mean? Like I've already got enough stress in my life. I, you know, I just don't like, I have a Facebook and I have like 12 friends. No, wow. I, I, it's like, I, I'm just, I'm not good at social media. That's just not my thing. I'm much more like send me a, text or come visit me let's have a glass of wine like i i just i'm an old-fashioned old letter writer well wow, i like getting mail it's all because you were professionally trained in high school how to write letters to, yeah. uh, <laughs> to given celebrities but now now ever people Stories, can, you know people can find her on instagram at uh uh hair by liz Priestley. And uh, and then if you want to actually talk to her, you could go on Facebook. <laughs> so don't look for me on Instagram, please. All right. I am we, not there. Find we, me on Facebook. We got to yeah. wrap this up. We're going to have to 
we're going to have to touch base with you a little later on and see what's happening with your hair and all the updates. Because to tell you what's going on with Matt. And so the next time we meet, I'm going to have a different hairstyle. Yeah, because I don't really care for this one. If you could have it a little <laughs> different for the next one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe just go with a hat. If you could go with a hat, that'd be great. <laughs> I um no, we want to see what's going on. You've been a blast and and, and a lot oh, of fun. You. So. We uh, we'll check uh, check in on you. you oh, I can't talk. I speak for a living. We'll check uh, in with you down the road and see what's been happening because it sounds like you got you got you're headed in the right direction. So for all oh, of you so. aspiring actors and actresses out there, you got to keep grinding. You go. It's going to happen. You know, right I to think, the top. I, I think if if uh, if you're going to break into the film side of the industry, I think I did it in a pretty good way, a pretty impactful way, hopefully, hopefully. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. And I'm I'm told that we should look early next year, like sure. within a few months from right. now. For uh, Concrete for the Cowboys, official the official yes. release. And if you let us know, we'll get it out there on our Facebook and, and our social media because we have it. Absolutely. You don't. Um, yeah, Absolutely. So everybody who's looking for Liz, look for her on Facebook and uh, we'll put some more stuff on the website so people can contact you or, or follow your career and see where you're headed. Cause it sounds like you're uh, you're on the right foot. You're going the right way. So thank we thank you. you so much, Liz. You have a great day. Thanks Darren. You too. I All appreciate right. it. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, the DK Project Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.